Talk about this thing that's in my brain It keeps me from wanting to go on But I want some gain Maybe a little fame Welcome back, everybody, to the We The Patriots podcast. I am your host, Sal Asante, and today we're going to be doing a little mashup with Diamond Sports Talk. And with me today is Zach Beck, and I hope everybody enjoys this. Everybody be on the lookout for a little video on our channel later and definitely a big update on our website and store. So be on the lookout for that. Should be up either later tonight or tomorrow. So everybody enjoy, kick back, relax. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button and let's get right into it. You know, me as an Angels fan, opening day didn't go so well. Didn't mean, mean, <laughs> well, lost a close I one to the athletics. As an as an Angels fan, at least you could say you had a great before opening day. You know, both uh, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani led their their you know countries to a World Baseball Classic, almost championship um, mm-hmm. for Mike Trout. Really close game. You know, I thought and, it was an awesome game. You know, I had it. I had it actually out of practice that night. Um, that was split between a uh, 14U softball and 14U uh, baseball. Big yep. room is small room. And I uh, turned the hit tracks on to uh, like the hit tracks TV to watch the game. Mm-hmm. And it came down. To, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to come down to Mike Trout and Shoyo Otani face off. Mm-hmm. And I, I would just hate to be in that locker room right now, even though we're on a we're on a pretty good win streak. But I, I would hate to be the guy in between right. the their lockers. Oh my goodness. Well, why don't we talk about it a little bit? We had the WBC, we had the run up to the game, right? So you had all this build up. The United States looked like they were rolling. Japan looked like nobody was going to stop them. Yeah. What did, what did you think about the pool play? Did it did it kind of come out how you thought it would come out? You know, I didn't expect the US to be as good as they were. You know, they have all these big names. Fair. But let me tell you, one man on the USA team caught fire at the right time. I used to have a high school coach that he said, you know, you can you can stink all year long, but you just got to get hot at the right time. And let me tell you, Trey Turner's back got hot at the right time. Oh, yeah. Like, no words can explain, like, how God like this man was playing. I couldn't agree more. I mean, he was playing like you, you ever hear that you had to hear the expression playing with his pants on fire. Yeah, it was. That's, he was, that's how he looked. Um, You know, I, I expected a little bit more out of the, the Dominican Republic and mm. I, I expected a little bit more out of Cuba. Um, and if if I'm not mistaken, let me just double check this real quick. I'm pretty sure um Mexico gave us a little little spank and let me see. Oh, they did. I was I was pretty surprised. I wanted to mention that. How did you feel about Mexico doing as well as they did? It it was really surprising because when when I was when I checked the score, because you know, I, I work at the, the school, so I wasn't mm-hmm. able to watch some of these games because of just the time. Times are so rough. I I got the notification that the U.S. lost to Mexico, and I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And I think the only big name that I remembered on there was Randy Rosarena. 
Uh, to be honest, that's where I was going to come and tell you the one thing that Mexico had that other teams didn't seem to have other than Japan was pitching. Yeah. You know, they had they had at least Urias back there. They had a few other arms that at least could contend. And the rest of the tournament, it was just bats. Even the U.S., it, yeah. it was pretty much just bats. So whoever had the arms, it seemed like went far. Um, and I was actually really, really scared because at one of the games that I did sit down and watch besides the championship was Mexico and Japan. And that was just a close game, like way too really close, close of a game. And even when they played Puerto Rico um, in, in the quarterfinals four bracket, um, it was five, four. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, so. five, four. And it was it was scary because I, you know, if Puerto Rico advances. I Japan just poops all over Puerto Rico and gets an easy walk. But Mexico, I think Mexico was the reason why the championships game was so close because Japan was burning up their pitchers in there. Um, And I was actually kind of scared that I wouldn't be able to see the Otani and Trout matchup because I know Japan really wanted to be in the championship. And I thought mm. they were going to pitch Shohei in the, the semifinals. I don't and, think he lined up days wise. I don't think it was possible because he yeah. had to pitch for LA. Yeah in spring yeah. training yeah um but you know it was a cakewalk for the u.s in the our semifinals game we got cuba and we just like i said like i was saying trey turner's back got yeah. at the right time we took advantage I, though you know it was really the um it was the game before that our quarterfinal and just Venezuela. playing in yeah and just playing in against against canada that, that's a tough ask and you know we really played up to it especially in that canada game like, if we lost that game, that might have been game over. Yeah. Might have been out. And we might have pulled the Dominican. Like, that's exactly what happened in Dominican. Had a tough bracket, went two and two, and just didn't win on the run differential. Yeah. You know? It, I was, thought it was pretty wild. I mean, for a championship game, it was everything you asked for. It was... Once it got there, man. And yeah, like you said, it comes down to Trout and Otani. I thought it was kind of, like, cartoonish because so many people were hoping for it. Yeah. But... I'm glad we got it. I kind of knew the result. Like somebody who throws a hundred and has yeah. a slider like that, you're lucky if you get two out of ten. Yeah, and plus his. Uh, uh, I was reading up on this too. If you if you go back to Trout's at bat two innings before that, um, I forget who was pitching for him. Struck out on three splitters. He watched the fastball go by for a ball, then he proceeded to th throw three more or two more splitters at him, and he swung at both of them. So, oh, yeah. when Otani came up, you know, Otani's got that filthy split finger, you know, yep. two 200 mile per hour fastballs. Um, if I remember correctly, I believe he fouled one off and then he just, uh, he let the slider go and then he threw the split finger to, to KM up. If, if I remember, nah, that he, nah, so I believe that he threw what I want to say happened was he threw one fastball just right down the pipe, he didn't swing at it. Yeah. I think right after that, he fouled off a fastball. Yep. Oh, no, he swung and missed at a fastball. I don't think okay, he made yeah. contact. I thought he made contact. I don't think so. He swung and missed at a fastball. Like, swung right through it. Just missed it. Yeah. And then, I believe he threw a ball. I think he yanked, yeah, he yanked a 102 fastball in the ground on yeah. 02. Trout spat on it. And then he threw a slider, 1 and 2, and it was... There was no catching up to it. He he was yeah. just off. It looked like he was just a little late, just adjusting to it. It was yeah. It was definitely yeah. 
as an Angels fan, I was I was on the edge of my seat. But you know, either way, it what it, whatever it comes down to, it was you know somebody had to win the battle. And, yep, absolutely. And you know, I as as an Angels fan, I like I've been saying this whole time. Uh, that's probably about the only uh playoff baseball either of them are gonna see for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of sad man it's sad that they played their most important baseball in march yep yeah i, mean, I couldn't agree more we're we're looking pretty promising right now but we we all know how this this road ends mm-hmm. absolutely give me a minute i gotta go yell at my puppy okay but yeah i could not could not agree more man and i bet it was kind of sad do you think that the angels are trading tra- uh trading otani this year what do you think? I on? I think it's going to go vice versa. Um, you know, Trout really wants Otani to stay at at the Angels because you know mm-hmm. we've been trying to build around him for quite some time, and there was some talk about the Angels trying to make a move for one of the big reasons why Japan was in the the championship, uh, Roki Suzuki, mm-hmm. but we didn't have enough for what he was wanting so he's he's staying in japan so i i remember a few months ago trout said the only place that he'll go is the phillies he he would love to play for philly yeah but that's all of his ties man he's a huge philly fan so if if anything does happen i say we we give trout or yeah we give trout up and we just go and chase the people out of the japan league and we go and pick up a lot of farm players from other teams. Mm. Um, some a big name we did add this year was Gio Urshela, which, very true. And um, everyone's probably already seen it. Uh, what's his name's really really good catch. Hunter Renfro's really good catch on opening day was the, absolutely the no insane. Looker. The no looker. It's like it's like something I would do in high school practice when I'm shagging balls. Uh, uh, no shot I can catch a ball. I'll take off my glove and throw it up there and knock it down. That's kind of what it looked like. Yep. And a lot of people are going crazy. But something people don't realize is where the Angels struggle is pitching. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, so I, I was really ex- – I was hoping we can go and get some big-name pitchers out of this World Baseball Classic. And a few episodes ago we were talking about it too. This is where a lot of people that – don't have the advantage of going to all these showcases and going in front of big colleges and playing in the college world series and getting picked up. This is right. where they come and make their name. Um, right. What was it? The Czech Republic. Was it the Czech Republic where they had like a high school gym teacher on the mound, not even throwing over 80 miles or over 85 miles per hour. Yep. And they struck out Shohei Otani, one of the biggest names in baseball history right now. Mm-hmm. And Shohei Otani went and did a Jersey swap with them. Like he'll remember yeah, that for the rest of his life. And oh, that's yeah. that's someone that's right now gonna wake up tomorrow morning or waking up right now as we speak, going in teaching a gym class. Yep. That just goes to show you how important the world baseball classic is to some people. Yeah, absolutely. And you hope that you hope that it really gets to him within the next generation or two. You know, you'd love to see baseball in Europe get big. Yeah. You know, it seems like all they have is really soccer out there. You'd love for baseball to get big more in Asia, get it to Africa, get it to Southern America where it's not really prominent. It would be nice, man. Instead of just being in the Caribbean, being in Japan, a little yep. bit of China, you know, 
it's tough. It's tough to get it out there. I hope it picks up. It would be awesome. You know, you naming all these countries goes to remind me that Australia was in the quarterfinals. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They got a good baseball program going, and I feel like they're just getting better and better. The ABL is not old. Um, what, what I would really like to see is, um, where was I going with this crap? I was trying to go look at, uh, Australia's roster. It's going to bug me. I lost track. What was I looking at? <laughs> um, oh, what, what I was going to say is, um, you know, and I, I hope the new style of baseball that we have going on right now, you know, pitch clock and all that, I hope mm-hmm. that doesn't go into the World Baseball Classic. Well, so I kind of wanted to finish on that, Coach Zach. Why don't we dive into it a little bit? Not just the pitch clock. How do you feel about the implementation of some of the new rules in general? I feel like, and I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have already said this and probably think the same thing. Baseball is as old as time. It's America's pastime. Sure. And I know they're wanting to get more people to watch baseball. But if you weren't watching baseball before they're trying to speed up the game with all these new rules, you're not going to watch it when it is sped up. If you didn't watch baseball before, you're not going to watch it when they're trying to make it more entertainment. Like, I feel like if you if you're going to watch baseball, you're going to watch baseball. And you would have watched it before all these new rules. Um, and I, I'm, I'm starting to see some umpires really on edge about, you know, like anything and everything. Yeah. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I had famous video going around right now. JT Ramuto sticks up his glove to grab a ball. S- remembers that the umpire, the pitch prior of when he got, when the pitcher got a new ball, had thrown it to him. So he notices he's already got a ball, puts his glove down, and the umpire drops the ball and throws him out. White Sox pitcher forgets to take his belt off for a substance check. I'll have you know, in a spring training game, throws his belt to the umpire or throws it like towards the dugout or something like that, and umpire ejects him. Yep. And they're wondering why the MLB is trying to figure out how to get, you know, robot calls behind the play, the plate. Mm -hmm. Why make it worse for yourself? Well, so the way that you just described it, I feel like is almost the wrong way to look at it. Because, and I'll go back to like the pace of the play. When you said you're not going to get any of those new viewers. You're not going to get many, but I do think you'll get some. You'll get some that left watching baseball because it got boring, quote unquote. You're going to lose a lot of old baseball fans, which is what a lot of people are in the process of now. What? But old baseball fans is what makes baseball baseball. 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 Right. That's the problem. And that's where I'm seeing the issue. So. One thing that, and I want your comment on this, especially as a pitcher, one thing that I'm seeing a bit of a problem with is especially with relievers as we get into the game. A lot of those guys take their time 
and execute their pitches at 110% every time. Yeah. When you ask a guy to do that every 20 seconds or less. Yeah. The amount of risk that you're putting them at for injury to me mm-hmm. seems very high. I would love your opinion on that. Um, you, you couldn't have said it better. You're, you're running it up. You're going to have guys speeding things up to where a pace where they're not used to doing. And not only your their pitch counts going to go higher because they're, they're pressured into, you know, throwing that ball quicker. They're probably, mm-hmm. you know, thinking I got to rush this. I got to throw this fastball right down the pipe. And it's going to be body motions that they're not used to mm-hmm. pitch counts that they're not used to. Um, somebody for, for example, that's going to really struggle is Raj Chapman for, um, you know, he's yeah. used to getting up there. He's used been to seeing, uh, James Karen check struggling. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of guys struggling. Somebody mm-hmm. it, <sighs> no. Nestor Cortez, you know, he, he likes to fiddle with a lot of things. Uh, you've right. probably seen the videos of him getting in trouble for quick pitching, but then really slowing it down. Right. Somebody like that, that can goof up, goof off on the mound up there can do things like that. Right. You have guys like a Rodgers Chapman that need to take a breath. You know, we teach our kids, take a breath in between. Well, that was, you're not giving them time. That was my next point is you're not allowed to take a breath anymore as a hitter or a batter. Yeah. So problem number one that I have is the pitcher can step off twice or disengage twice and the batter can only call one timeout. Yeah, only pick in, off. In what we'll world is that time. fair? In what world is that fair? Okay. Beside that point, how can you limit the amount of times a pitcher can pick off? Yeah. Cuz when you have a good base runner, they're just going to push that limit and as soon as you reach the limit, they're going to steal. Like mm-hmm. they're not stupid. They're messing with history they're yeah. playing with fire i think what are, are we gonna do if the world series comes down to it base is loaded three two count you know the perfect the holy grail of situations mm-hmm. and a pitcher doesn't pitch the ball in enough time no 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 i'm gonna give you one even worse three two count bottom of the ninth game seven of the world series and the runner at third doesn't get back to the base in time, and it incurs a strike on the batter. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Anybody see that one with Pete Alonzo? I, wow. I did see that. That was scary. And I'm not trying to make this whole section of this show to be hating on the rules because I don't really want to do that. And some of what it's doing is good, speeding up some of the games. But you need to look at the bigger picture and what it's doing. I think it's going to be putting our athletes at risk. And I think that you're – kind of taking away a lot of the core tenets of what baseball has been taught for a long time. You know, and I don't know if we can do this, but um, for, for the next episode, like if we, if we can get your guys's input on it as well. Absolutely. Um, I saw like they could probably email you and mm-hmm. we, we can, we can do a follow-up on this. Uh, what, what are some other things that you guys are seeing that are, you know, affecting the game or, you know, some, or maybe you do like it and you can tell us why you think it's helping the game. But in my opinion, I think they're, like I said, they're messing with history and they're playing with fire. People like 
Max Scherzer, Trevor Bauer. I, I can't wait to see when, when Trevor Bauer comes back, mm. how he is going to finesse with this system. If, if Trevor Bauer ever yeah. does come back and he plays in this type of ball play, that's the type of guy you don't want to give this power to. Well, um, question though, isn't, isn't the MPB adopting the rules? Um, if I if I, I told sworn you, sworn they are. I could have sworn they're adopting the pitch clock rules. I would just hate for you know this, you know college play to see this working out, and they go and put it on college players and college. I think they already are at the one level. I haven't seen anything like it, and you know, and then they're gonna start making high school have it, and I feel like it's just. That's too much for a high school game. Man. Yeah, but it's too much involvement. You're gonna. I, I bet you're gonna start seeing it here pretty soon because it, I bet you, like I said, there's gonna pe- be people to finesse the system, and that's what call if they're if they are doing this in the college level, then that's what college coaches are gonna want to see. See how they're they're messing with it. It it some people are gonna say it's cheating, but everything in baseball is cheating. You're, it's going to be the person that wins the World Series is probably the team that cheated the most, or push your push the boundaries of the rules yep. as far as possible. Yep, without getting absolutely, caught. absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I'm just looking. It looks like D1 colleges do have the baseball or do have a pitch clock. So, yeah, at least they did it. I just could have sworn because I saw the LSU game. One of the LSU games ended early on a on a a call. That's that's crazy. Yeah. So I think that's a good place to end it for today, though, Coach Zach. It I sounds think we good to a, me, man. I think we hit a hit a lot of good points. And I think it'll be a good thing to come and hit it back a little bit once we've seen these rules in action, maybe for a month yeah. or two. That sounds I, like sounds like a plan, man. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Mason Selmer got me. You probably can't see it. The poster, nice, and it's it's signed too. It's a, all the Mike Trout's best moments in his career so far. He signed um, it. Uh, I believe I believe there's a Mike Trout signature on there. No shit. Yeah. Um. So his uncle is a famous painter. Um. Wow. And he paints all a whole bunch of famous athletes' portraits. Like he meets them himself and he paints them. Um, I have the other papers he's done, like Serena Williams. He's done like talking about some legends, Derek Jeter, really Manny Machado, like you Darvish. I'm talking about like the whole nine yards, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Dan. They're going to give me a Dan Marino one too. They said, if we win a tournament this year, they'll get me the original Dan Marino one. Dude, that's, that's the t-shirt you need to be wearing. That's sick. You need to change that uh, blue and silver to some turquoise and orange. Nah, it's fine, man. All of my viewers, so everybody, welcome to the the We of Patriots side of things here. We get a little nasty in it, but just want to make fun of my Dak Prescott stuff, bro. I ain't right. Everybody here knows I'm a Cowboys fan. It's all good. Yeah, you're uh, a clown. You're oh, and you're a clown show from Louisiana that somehow likes the Dolphins. Like, come on. You know, my my grandpa's watched the, you know, 
Dolphin since he was a kid. So, and he he grew up playing all the Maddens. Okay, my dad like, grew up watching Dallas, so don't make fun of me. Hey, listen, hey, well, well, well I'm just saying, man. You know, there's <laughs> there's always there's always some tension. There's always Mm-mm. always some tension. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, what do you think? How do you think about my my Dallas boys now that now that you're on the topic? How do you feel about just letting Zeke go for nothing? Oh, I'm praying to God. I wish we didn't sign Mostert and Wilson. <laughs> now now he's gonna go join the Jets with Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham Jr. if everything goes right. And I went from worrying about the Bills to having to worry about the fucking Jets again. Well, hold on. Rodgers didn't officially go yet, did he? He he gave them a list of what he wanted. He doesn't want to go back to Green Bay. He gave the Jets a list of things he wanted, and the Jets are going and tackling, pun intended, all the obstacles they need. A good offensive line, which they kind of already had. Did they get Odell? They are really pushing for Odell, and it's the Ravens. Ravens or the Vikings, whichever one. I'm pretty sure maybe it's maybe it's the Vikings. Maybe it's the Ravens. One one of the, you know, one of those purple teams are chasing Odell as well. And it's making it really tough. Okay. But also, Odell is still on the hook for the Rams. So yeah. Huh. So it, it's gonna be tough. If if the Jets acquire Odell, Aaron Rodgers will be there. Yeah, I'm pretty if sure. The Jets acquire Ezekiel Elliott. It may sweeten the deal a little bit because Aaron Rodgers getting a little old, so he he needs to be able to trust someone to hand the ball off to, and I think Ezekiel Elliott's a good start. Depends on what Ezekiel Elliott you get, but oh yeah, yeah. if you get uh two quarter pounders before the game, or if you get you know smoking smoking weed on the stream. And playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically your problem there. How is uh how's Miami looking going into this year? Oh, don't even get me started. Hey, we're looking amazing. Tua Tua rested up this offseason. I know a lot of people are probably gonna hate me for saying this, but trust in Tua. If you have any Dolphins fans listening out there, hold on. Wait for it. Tua maybe Maybe has only a left side of his brain left. I was but... going to say, hold on. You trust this man's <laughs> after those hits he took last year? Listen, I trust him. He he spent a lot of the offseason, you know, doing a lot of uh, courses. He was working with, some, I think it was a jujitsu guy or taekwondo guy on how to properly fall, which I think all quarterbacks, all running backs, all wide receivers need to go and learn how to properly fall when you're when you're falling that hard, how to react quickly. Um, so he did a lot of that. And he, you know, he's rested up. We let him rest up for the playoff or after the playoffs and during the playoffs. Um, you know, he's he's looking good. He's strong. You know, I feel like if he really, really wasn't prepared to come back and play, he's got a wife, he's got a brand new kid on the or on the way or already born, you know, he's not done. He's not going to risk his whole entire life for this game, even as much as I would love all players to risk their life for this game because it's so fun and entertaining to watch. You know, we went and chased Jalen Ramsey. We got Jalen Ramsey. We got Tyreek Hill, even though 
Tyreek Hill's retiring after his contract this year or in 2025. He's going to be 31 when he retires. Um, we reconstructed our offensive defensive line. It's looking amazing. Listen, fins up, baby. <laughs> the boys in turquoise are ones to watch next year, and it's going to be amazing. We made a lot oh of moves goodness. on defense. Xavier Howard will be rested up and ready to go next year. Jalen yeah. Ramsey, wish we would have got him a lot sooner before he yeah. was burnt by every wide receiver in the NFL last year. But it's good. Like I said, boys and turquoise are the ones to watch. <laughs> That's the way to end it. That a boy. Oh, dude. So how's everything else been with you, man? It's been a little while. It's been a – I know my my schedule has been hectic, full of shit. Dude, I'm – uh, when I'm not playing video games at home, um, you know, I, I got a freaking tough schedule during the week. I got spring break this week, so I'm super excited. But after this, come the 17th, it's going to go. I'm going to be so tired. Yeah. I got teaching in the morning, 845 to 215. From 215 to 415, I got middle school practice. From middle school practice, I got to head over to the facility, and I'm yep. there till about ten thirty. You know, for some mm-hmm. odd reason, worked there for a year, but just now lessons are starting to boom for me. It's you know it's, why? Because your boy's making some phone calls for you, my man. You know, no, it, you're no, lining you know my why? pockets with some good money right now. It's no, you, you want to know why? Actually, I think why? because there's a lot of there was a lot of dead weight. There's a lot of people who were looking for phone calls that didn't receive them for a while. Yeah. So they all got hit. Um, you have good retention. You do really well. Kids like you. Yeah. You're very engaging. Right. And then on top of that, we need help. Like now that Andrew has another job to worry about. Hey everybody. Sorry to stop this one short, but We got into a little bit of dicey territory here, so I have to put this one behind our paid subscriber package, but I have some great news. We are working on an upgraded package there where you can go directly through us. You don't have to go through any sort of third party. We're going to get rid of Podbean, so hit me up if you're interested in seeing some of our extra content. You have episodes like this one. You have episodes like our episodes with Kevin. You have one solo by myself, one with Danny and Zach huge episodes over there and they're going to get more and more plentiful so be on the lookout for that we will have an additional uh i'll say channel update coming soon so big stuff coming soon you'll get to see all of the stuff all the hard work that's been going on behind the scenes i can't wait for now everybody Trapped inside my dream and I'm running, running away from these demons, but the feeling's so good I'ma keep dreaming.